Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. This week's question comes in from Patreon member Lori from Park City, Utah. Lori says, Papa Bear, big fan. I've listened to every episode and I love it. I love the diversity, not just the topics, but of the different people you have on. Great job. Keep up the hard work. I have a question and don't worry. It's not about shoes. You've made it pretty clear you don't like giving advice about shoe wear. Lori, you're absolutely right. Lori goes on to ask, but what about socks? I'm looking for a quality sock to wear. I'm not afraid to spend a little extra money on socks. I just feel it's a vital part of our gear and we, after, and we should spend the extra money. Lori, I couldn't agree with you more. You don't want to skimp on socks when you're buying your clothing for any of your outdoor adventures. Personally, and what I highly recommend and I know a lot of hikers are using it. And, and, you know, just because somebody else is doing it is not a good reason. But they come with great reviews and they back up their socks darn tough. Vermont's darn tough socks. Yep, they're made up in Vermont and local labor. They put money back into their local economy. They're a USA company and they support the hiking community. They sponsor or co-sponsor a lot of events throughout the outdoor community. They're just a great company, but more importantly, it's a high quality sock. Let me give you my own experience with Darn Tough socks. In 2016, I bought two pairs of Darn Tough socks. It typically would happen would happen at the end of every year. I'd go through my stuff and get to usually my socks and end up throwing out one or two pairs of socks because they will have worn out over a year. I decided I was going to spend the extra money. Now, this is 2016. I think I spent $18 a pair on these socks, which was probably about $5 or $6 more than I had paid for any pair of socks in the past. But I did it. They provide you a lifetime warranty on the socks. If they tear, wear out, there's a lifetime warranty on these socks. I've been wearing the same pair. I have two pairs, but this one pair, Now, for those of you with a weak stomach, you may want to turn away. This one pair I have worn on every backpacking trip, every day hike since 2016, since the spring of 2016. I kid you not. You might be thinking, well, when you backpack for multi-days or for two weeks, don't you change your socks? No, I don't. I get up the next morning and I put those socks back on. When I get into town every fourth or fifth day, I'll do my laundry. But I keep putting the same pair of socks on and it's gotten so bad that in 2020, I decided I'm going to see exactly how many times I can wear these socks. I'm going to keep wearing this same pair until I have, until I'm forced to use the other pair because they're just, they're, they can't be used anymore. They've worn out so bad. So I have one pair that's starting to show a little wear on it and another pair that are brand new that I've used them maybe to just at night throw on my feet to keep them warm. But other than that, they have not failed me. Darn Tough Socks, my highest, highest recommendation. If you're interested in being a Patreon member, go to the website. Go to popbeerhikes.com and go to the link and you can sign up for Patreon and see what some of the benefits are to being a Patreon member. Now today, what I'd like to do is give some final thoughts on the Loyal Sock Trail. This weekend, the gang and I, Special K and Peekabrew, we completed our last segment of the Loyal Sock Trail. We were down to 4.8 miles in 
we finished it. And it wasn't an easy 4.8. I've got to tell you, this was the beginning of the trail. This was the western terminus. It's the beginning if you're hiking eastbound. But it was steep from the get-go, and then it finished up just as steep. But this was a fun trail. I really enjoyed hiking this trail. It's a 60-mile trail in north-central Pennsylvania, and it was well worth it. For us, it was pretty close to home, so it was easy to do. You can hike this trail east to west, west to east. I don't think it's any easier or more difficult which way you go. For us, since we were doing it as a section hike, what was pretty cool is that there are a lot of side trails. So we're on a lot of these trips, we were able to do loop hikes or semi-loops or a lollipop sometimes they're called, where we can hike into where we completed our last section, hike a mile or two back in the direction towards the car, and then take a side trail back to the car. And that made for a more interesting hike. So, yeah, section hike in this, it was kind of fun. We were able to avoid a bunch of those out and backs that sometimes can get boring. What would be my favorite part of this? Gee, I, I don't know. There were so many segments, so many. It, it's, this trail just has such a, a high wow factor to it. Um, by, by wow factor, I mean, you know, the views and all the attributes that just have you saying, well, this was really worth it. This was, this was worth a tough hike or this was worth hiking all the way up this summit. Uh, Angel Falls was incredible. Kettle Creek Vista, the Haystacks, Catch em Run, they were all great. I loved all of them. Now, at one point, I thought maybe I would do this as a through hike, but it was fun doing it as a day hike. It's a nice area, so breaking it up into segments and doing it as a section hike was fun. But as a through hike, it could be done in four to six days. What I'd like to do now, in summarizing this, is I'd like to give my pros and cons of the Loyal Sock Trail. Pro number one, and this is more towards your through hikers or maybe people that are doing the trail in sections where they're going to do maybe one or two overnights at a time. There's plenty of camping opportunities. We would see them spread out and you could see the campsites, which is pretty cool. It's not like you have to go out there and break any leave no trace rules. You could see where there's established campsites. Uh, camping is permitted almost everywhere as long as it's not on private property. And of course, you're following Leave No Trace in terms of how far you are from the stream, how far you are from the trail. If you hammock camp, you are you can pretty much be guaranteed when you're finished hiking, when physically you finished your fin- you feel you're finished, you're going to be find a place to put your hammock up and spend a night. As I said earlier, plenty of wow factor, views, waterfalls, creek crossings, wildlife. Sunday, we even saw a rattlesnake from a safe distance. Um, Special K walked down and took a few steps. I was maybe four or five feet behind him. And I heard him say, whoa. And yeah, we looked down and out on a ledge where we thought was going to be a nice place to have lunch, by the way. We looked out and saw a rattlesnake sunning out there. We didn't get close enough to ask if he wanted to share the ledge with us. We just let him be. Special K was able to get a picture. He was able to zoom in from a from a safe distance and get a picture. Uh, we didn't want to get close. We didn't want to get any close ups though. Another pro of this trail is uh, lots of side trails, and I talked about that. If you're a section hiker, if you're somebody who just wants to go out and get a little taste of what the area is like, you can do yourself a nice little loop hike and 
get out on the Loyal Sock for a few miles and take a connector trail, especially on the east end when you're in World's End State Park. There are so many trails in that area. It's really a fun area, and that's how we discovered it. Peekaboo had been the World's End State Park, I think, a few times before I had ever hiked it. Him and I went there, and I saw the Loyal Sock Trail and became a little curious about it. We took a few more trips back to World's End, and in those trips, we started picking off more sections of the Loyal Sock. But, uh, yeah, the, the section hiking or the side, if you're looking for side trails that connect to it, that's to me, that's a big pro at least. Another huge pro is the Alpine Club of Williamsport and all their volunteers and the hard work they do and their dedication to keeping that trail well-blazed and what at least seems to me, keeping the blowdowns cut out of the way. You, when there's been a storm through the area and you hike the next week or that weekend, you could see somebody's been through there cutting up trees. We hiked on a weekend there days after a snowstorm that had trees down all over this region, all over the southern tier of New York and the northern tier of Pennsylvania. On the way to the trail, you could just see the blowdowns along the road where trees had been cut up and some of them were still laying on the side of the road. But the trail was clear. They did a great job. And you know, the, the volunteers and the organizations that support a trail, what a difference they make. A huge pro of that trail. And water. There's plenty of water on this trail. Now, granted, there could be years where there's not much snowfall or there's not a lot of rain. You may have issues. But we've hiked it in the spring. We've hiked it in the fall. We've hiked it in the late fall. And from what I can see, at least, water has is not an issue anywhere on that trail. I still wouldn't recommend hiking with any less than two liters of water, but it's there. The cons? Cons are tough. I I really did struggle with coming up with some cons, but here they are. Logistics could be a bit challenging. It's a linear trail, so if you're going to through-hike it, You're going to need to have a car dropped off and brought back to the other side. If you're flying in from out of state, you're going to need to get picked up from the airport and dropped off at the trailhead. Uh, If you, it's only a 60 mile trail, but for any reason you want to resupply, having somebody getting a ride, hitchhiking could be difficult because truth is there's just not a lot of cars. It's not that the people are rude or won't pick you up. You just don't see a lot of cars. So logistics could be a bit challenging. However, if you go on the Loyal Sox Facebook page and post that you're looking for a shuttle or need a ride, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to step up and offer. I'm pretty sure more than one or two people will. In fact, I don't want to give names out in the podcast because this gentleman who's very generous with his time and helping hikers, I'm sure he doesn't want to be flooded, but there is one individual in particular who's very helpful to hikers. There's a good support there, but the con is, as I said, logistics could be, could be a con. Another con, during extreme dry seasons, and again, this maybe contradicts a pro, but during extreme dry seasons, and I'd imagine have to be extremely dry, there could be in some sections water issues. Um, But you should know that ahead of time. You should be looking at what the weather's been doing, and heck, with social media, again, just put a question up there, somebody's going to respond, you know. You puts a question up there saying, how's the water? I'm going out there to through hike next week. Can anybody give me any information? Then the next one, again, it's a con, but on a 60-mile trail, 
I think most hikers will make it to World's End before they'd run out of a five-day supply. When you get to World's End State Park, there's a concession stand there. There's a, a convenience store within walking distance to get you that. So you can get maybe that last day supply of food. So I'm not even going to say it's it's not a big con, but it is. Another con in season from Memorial Day to Labor Day, World's End State Park could be pretty crowded. It is popular. So when you get, if you're heading eastbound and you start getting closer to World's End State Park, expect to see a lot more hikers on the trail. If you're not into solitude, then don't hike this trail. I believe in our last six sections we hiked, we maybe came across two or three hikers. I know last week we came across two people who were through hiking it, but then I also know that this year, and the four hikes I believe we took this year before we met those two hikers, we did not see a soul on the trail. Once you leave World's End State Park, you're not going to see too many people on the trail. Now, that could be a con for some people. That could be a pro. If it's solitude you're looking for, that's a great trail to do. But I will say this. It's not a trail I would recommend hiking solo, but that's my opinion. I'll only solo hike on trails where I know I'm going to cross paths with other hikers. So the question here is, can I recommend the Loyal Sock Trail? And the answer is yes. This was an enjoyable trail. This was a fun trail. Um, I enjoyed the company of the people I was with. I enjoyed the wow factor. We got to see some wildlife on this trail beyond the snake. Uh, we saw turkeys once. We've seen deer on this trail. It's a fun trail to do. If you're considering through hiking or maybe you don't have weeks or months to give up the through hike, it would make a great through hike. A 60 mile trail, you can do it in a week. You could take a week off. Take, you know, if you get a week's vacation, you could take a week and go out and do this trail. Don't go out there expecting this to be easy. This little 60 mile trail in Pennsylvania can throw a lot at you, but it's worth it. Everybody, it's June 1st. Get outside. This is the time of year. There's so much to do in the summer. Get outside. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PapaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.